T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get ready. It's time for... Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On KMOX. Happy Monday, St. Louis. Wow. Hancock and Kelly. What a big night, night this is. Yeah? Yeah. Why is it so big? It's big. Because it's a big night out with Hancock and Kelly. Yeah. I mean, big. So, with a capital... I. You would recommend people pull out a cigar. Yeah. Because you hand those out occasionally. No, only if the callers are exceptional. Yeah. And yeah. and uh, and I would suggest you just relax and enjoy a night with us. We're going to talk through a bunch of stuff. We're going to keep you updated on what's going on with Major League Baseball. Yes, we are, because that might be coming to a head. Yeah, one would hope they're in Jupiter, Florida. In fact, they're, they are uh, negotiating on the Cardinal side. As we speak. As we speak. Uh, and uh, there's... They, could be tonight. Could, we could Swing find out. Swing a long so. fly ball to the left center field. This might go. Adios and a home run for the Cardinals. Who was the hitter? Uh, could have been anybody. Uh, Nolan Gorman. Nolan Gorman. Nolan Gorman. There you deep. go. Yeah. Well, the Cardinals uh, uh, have got the uh, stadium staff waiting by potentially for a press conference tomorrow. Uh, but who knows what's going to come of all this. These billionaires and millionaires haven't been getting on for long for a while. We're going to talk about um, uh, baseball in our second hour, so you're going to want to stick around with us. But, boy, we've got a fun night of stuff for you. We do. And you were telling me, Mr. Hancock, everybody is well familiar with your incredible driving abilities. Yes. I mean that in a facetious way. You do. Uh, that uh, you discovered a new setting on so your I've automobile. So I've had this car for two and a half years. And I will confess that I have not read the owner's manual. And so, there, you know, there's stuff to car Nobody does. reads the owner's manual of an automobile. Well, I I mean... Have I, you in the past? I don't know how to turn the parking brake on. I mean, it's... You know, in the old really? cars, you just push your foot on the thing and whoosh, you push it down and then... Uh-huh. And then, and then you pop you, the thing. Yeah, yeah. but no, this has mm-hmm. got a button on it. I don't, so, but... And I, the glove box on this car... Yeah. It's got a button. So you don't like lift the oh, latch? Oh, you don't and, pull a hook? No. Okay. You, you push the button. I, I figured that out. And then it out. just pops down? Yes. And uh, that's where you keep the owner's manual that you don't it's read. It's in there. Okay. So today, I'm in the driveway. I'm getting ready to leave. I'm going to get my car washed because it was really a mess. Yeah. And a beautiful day out there. And so um, turn the car on. I don't know what I hit. It says, and I've never seen this before. Okay. Parking assist on. And it's got and it's got the car in the little viewer there, uh, trying to trying to parallel park my car. I'm in my driveway. 
uh-huh. and it's trying to parallel. Po- and I said, how in the heck did that happen? So I hit the button that usually Was cancels. it like moving on its own? No, it was just right there. And then um, so I'm hitting the button that usually can't like it tells me my tire's low. I just hit right. the button. It goes away. And then um, <laughs> so so this thing. Uh, so I, p- I put the car and I hit the button. It goes away. Right. And I put the car into drive. And then, boom, it pops back up. Parking assist is on. Did it go like beep, 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 beep? No beeps. No No no. beeps. Okay. So I start driving, and then I get a big stop sign. Stop, it says. Uh Uh-huh. Because I guess it's trying to park. My my car's already parked. I'm leaving. I'm going. I'm leaving. Yeah. And so I hit the button again. You know? Stop, it says. So. um, Maybe something's wrong with the car. No. As I have learned okay. over many years working with uh, technology, which I'm pretty adept with. We still did not decide to pull out the owner's manual and find out what's no, going no, on. No, no, no. Of course uh, not. What I did was I turned the car off. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and and then, unplugged it, huh? Yeah. And then I turned it back on. <laughs> Waited 10 seconds? Yeah. And then, boom, it was gone. That works so, with my Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it works with my Wi-Fi. It works with the car. Is that right? So uh, apparently I have a parking assist on my car, and if I figure out what button to push, one of these days when I have to parallel park in right. the city with you. It will do it. It'll do it. So this is going to scare me that I'm going to say this, but you and I are so similar in a couple of ways, and one is when it comes to the technology of our automobiles. Now, I, I just to refresh people's memory, you and I were cruising down Highway 40 one day in your automobile. Yeah. And we were listening to KMOX, and we something were. came on that I wanted to hear, and I just swiped up the volume button. Unbelievable. You would have thought that I told you that I was getting married. Unbelievable. You d- what in the world did you just do? Oh, he my God. He waves his hand in front, of the, in front of the radio thing there, and, it's, it, and, and the, the sound, sound went up. up. And the sound went up. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's, a, it's how you raise and lower your volume. I, I don't even know how it. you were doing it before that. Well, you, you got a little button on the steering wheel. You push it but, the up, and you push the down, and the, the up makes it ah. louder. Uh-huh. Uh, the down uh-huh. makes it quieter. Uh, well, but you just waved your hand in front of yeah. the thing. And the, well, the I have a confession about something that was going on with my automobile. Yeah. My automobile is about two and a half, three years old now. Yeah. Lovely car. Right. So Very for a year of driving this automobile. Kelly's driving oh, around. shut up. <laughs> Dude, really? Do you want to get into this game? <laughs> uh, have, Very expensive. Uh, yeah. So, so is Hancock's, folks. <laughs> um, and everything's expensive, by the way. We're going to well, talk now, about that later. Yeah. But uh, goodness, man, I was trying to tell you my story. Oh, so oh, for yeah. like a year and a half, I'm driving my automobile, and every time I would change lanes, it would kind of grip back at me. You Ooh. know what I mean? It Ooh. would like, it's called a lane assist. And a the whole concept assist. was to keep you inside of a lane. It's like the parking assist, only right. it's for the lanes. Well, and the only way to override the lane assist is to use your blinker. Oh. Uh, you know, you, you go left, you go right. Well, there's a novel idea. Right. But, you know, so maybe five or six times, uh, you know, it would pop on me and it would pull me. So I finally was going to get my oil changed one day at the dealership. And I said, hey, dude, I said, is there any way to turn this thing off that grips my thing? He goes... Yeah, the lane assist. He goes, that's a pain in the neck. Huh. And it was, you push one button, just like you were explaining. You push one button. Yeah, but if, you, if you're if you the kind of driver who likes to drift, <clears throat> and I'm not going to reference myself here, but if you're the kind of driver yeah. that likes having the little thing that tugs you back into the lane is yeah. probably a Do you have idea. that on your car? Apparently not. not yeah, exactly. I'm inclined to drift. Well, you drive a lot more than I do because you still go down to Jeff City. I, I try not to Very ever go rarely. there. yeah. And you, you make your way around to other parts of the country I because do. of the state because none of your people live in my area. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> live in our area. Yeah. You got to go out and see your folks. Yeah. And so you you do a lot of driving. So you when you put it on cruise control, that was the one nice thing is this lane assist kind of keeps you between the lanes. Yeah. But it's not nice when you're in the cities and you're like, I want this to stop. Well, here's the thing, Kelly. Yeah. You're supposed to use the blinker. I understand, but if come on. If the blinker is on, right. the lane assist doesn't bother you. I understand. Because you've blinked and you're right. telling the person behind you you're moving to the left. Okay. You, you've you never it's been on a highway curious. all by yourself. Never. Late at night. Never. And you switch lanes without turning on your never. blinker? Seriously. Because that's the way you're supposed to drive a car. You're gonna. Well, move. you're all supposed to put it between two lines when you go to park it, and you don't adhere to that rule. Well, I got apparently I've got the parking <laughs> assist, but but you, you put the blinker on uh-huh. and you move over. Right. That's what you do. You're gonna right. turn right. You put the blinker on. You turn right. You're gonna turn left, Michael. Uh-huh. You put the blinker on and you turn left. That's how you're supposed to drive. Interesting. Yeah. Well. I admit that there were a couple times I didn't put the blinker on, and then therefore the thing jerks back at you. And then when you're out in the middle of nowhere driving to the Lake of the Ozarks and you're, you know, weaving to go through traffic. he's a lawbreaker. I'm I'm not a lawbreaker. Well, you're not turning the blinker on. Yeah, there are no laws in the city I live in, trust me. (laughs) (laughs) There are laws, they just don't get prosecuted. (laughs) They don't get prosecuted. Hey, that's John Hancock. I'm Michael Kelly. We're going to have a fun night with you. And coming back by popular demand. Yes, our NFL insider, John Hancock, joins us after this on Cable X. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Oakland Raiders, the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Back by popular demand, we go to the celebrity guest line where we're joined by none other than our NFL insider, John Hancock Jr. How are you, pal? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you, gentlemen? We're doing great. Did you go down to Mardi Gras? I didn't. I took a year off, uh, helped my grandpa move some stuff around in his house, but yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. What you are were, you, man- you were down what there, are you right? humanitarian? What are you humanitarian? Help, helping his grandfather out there. Yeah, uh, Michael, did you did you run into Shaq? No, I didn't run into Shaq. I don't think anybody who runs into him comes out in, in good condition. That is one large man, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy seeing him next to Yao Ming. Yao Ming makes him look small, which just really shocking. Yeah, yeah, you should look that up. I will. Right I'll have to look that up. Did you see? I was on the. It's on the sports page today. Uh, CBC High School's got a kid that's seven foot two, and they lost. Yeah, it. And yeah, it, oh, you, know, you you know who's beat CBC High School this year? 
Who? The Westminster Christian Academy Wildcats. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, Some just... may say the best team in the state. <laughs> well, and CBC's in like the top 20 nationally, right? Right. Yeah, they were top 15 nationally at one point this year, but ran into those Wildcats. <laughs> and you know who the uh, the former manager of the Wildcats is, do you, Michael? I'm going to have to guess it's our NFL insider. It is, yes, yes. How was three-year varsity. How yeah. was the team uh, when you were there? Uh, we uh, lost districts in a heartbreaker to U-City on a buzzer beater, uh, but, you know, it was a fun ride. And uh, to be honest, I just showed up to the games and uh, filled the water bottles up. But, you know, I'd like to think I was a big part of the team fabric. <laughs> I think you were. I mean, just your jovial spirit on the bench had to keep everybody happy and, uh, you know, a jo- you know, happy. They had me there to keep the egos in check. When someone was getting uh, too high, they had me bring them down. So the reason we want to – you're going to be a recurring guest. In fact, next week you're going to come co-host with me, aren't you? Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. We'll have to tool on your dad a little bit. Uh, But there's lots going on with NFL quarterbacks right now. You've got a saga going on out in Arizona, Seattle, Green Bay, uh, and, well, Tampa Bay is looking for a quarterback – where, where are you at on all this? Can you break it down, John? You got a better question than what I just asked? No, break it down. Yeah, yeah. so start with the Kyler Murray stuff. So I don't know if you guys saw the statement his agent put out today. It was a, a big document. I had to zoom in on Twitter. I mean, <laughs> put about 2,000 words on this thing. Wow. And a quick call out on this. So quick recommendation for Kyler Murray's agent, uh, Eric Burkhart, apparently. <laughs> so the final paragraph has in bold, and I'm going to read this as he as he wrote it. Kyler remains hopeful that the organization chooses to commit. He spelled chooses with one O. And if you're negotiating $300, $400 million deals, you got to think you got to spot check that a little better. But the thing with with Kyler Murray is that, you know, he's in year, he's going into year four. And let me read you a list of quarterbacks who were extended in their third year, heading into their fourth season that were picked in the first round this past decade, six of them. Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and falls off a bit. Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, and Ryan Tannehill. Uh-huh. And you look at that, you think in three years, do you see Kyler Murray being more on the level of Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, no. or Jared Goff, and Carson Wentz? And yeah, I get that's a little disrespect for <laughs> to Kyler. He played pretty well when he's healthy. You know, he's a top 10 quarterback in this league, uh, but I don't see him reaching the levels of those other guys. And he clearly wants to get paid before next year because he knows that he's a big injury risk. He plays with his head down and he doesn't have the size or stature of a Roethlisberger or a Cam Newton. And both of those guys got torn down. So one hit could change his career forever. So he wants to get paid before that. And obviously that's the exact reason the Cardinals are not crazy about giving him this offer before they see what he has. And there's a chance he regresses in his fourth year, like his fellow Oklahoma quarterback, Baker Mayfield, as I've often said, one of the great frauds in the league. <laughs> so so how do you explain Kyler Murray and, well, for that matter, uh, Russell Wilson scrubbing their Instagram accounts of everything, in, in Murray's case, everything Arizona Cardinals, and in Wilson's case, everything Seattle Seahawks. What's that all about? Yeah, so in Kyler's case, it does seem to make him a little bit of a diva, and, you know, I like divas as much as the next guy, but I prefer my divas to be French Canadians belting out my heart will go on, not quarterbacking <laughs> NFL teams. Um, yeah, I think it's a bad look. And in the statement his agent put out, he basically put all the credit for the Cardinals turnaround on Kyler. 
completely disregarding the players they brought in. Um, you know, it's a team sport. He's not a Mahomes who came in there was the reason they turned into a Super Bowl contender What's he with won? the Chiefs. What's he, he, won? he hasn't won a playoff. He got third place in a division. And then another funny thing in this statement, they called out the tough NFC quarterback scenario when I think everyone knows the AFC is where most of the good quarterbacks are. You got Rodgers, you got Stafford, you got Russell. Then you got a division with Daniel Jones and Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, who, you know, he had a down year, but we'll give him credit. But the NFC is not a strong quarterback conference when you compare that to the AFC at all. Huh. huh. So what's what's going on with Aaron Rodgers? So is he uh, is he finished with Green Bay or or is he gonna what's gonna happen there? Who knows? One interesting thing: the Packers uh, for their international game next year, they left Rodgers and Devontae Adams off of the press release, so they seem not to be too confident in either of their uh, of them returning. He wants fifty million, and right there, you know, he honestly deserves it if you look at what he puts on the field. But that's the difference between him and Brady. Brady got paid twenty five million this past year, uh, so they could spend more money elsewhere. But the Packers are, you know, rocking a hard place here. Jordan Love is very clearly not the answer they hoped he would be when they drafted him. He's looked pretty rough every time he's gone out there. And you take Rodgers away from that team. Granted, it's a weak division. But I don't think that team's going to be near uh, performing nearly at the level they have been without Rodgers. Is it possible that we could see Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers trade places? I, I don't think that's likely to happen. You know, it, it could. You know, never say never. Uh, but the Broncos definitely are looking for a quarterback uh, in the AFC. Not trading them to a conference rival that could be a potential landing Wait a spot. What, what about what about Drew Locke, the Mizzou great quarterback? Well, you know, I have high hopes for Drew Locke. I hope he can follow in Chase Daniels' footsteps and <laughs> make millions upon millions of dollars as a backup. Um, so hopefully he gets a shot somewhere, gives a starter a scare, and then can just ride the bench and cash those checks. Yeah, you know, Chase Daniels, like, per throw, it's, like, ridiculous the amount of money he's made. Well, it's like you making uh, political consulting. Oh, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Did you hear that low blow, big boy? Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Well, we can talk about that next week. Yeah. Well, you know, you you you, you win one or two races over there, and suddenly the guy, he's just uh, on cloud nine these days. And with uh, Russell Wilson, so he did scrub his Twitter, but his yeah. Instagram still has the Seahawks on there. So oh. not willing to criticize him as a full-on diva as I am, Kyler. Yeah, and isn't it a little silly that NFL, you know, stars are scrubbing their logos to send a message? It kind of, what is this, the Kardashians? A a little bit. It's getting that way. I mean, the NFL is turning into a year-round league where the offseason is, you know, WWE-type storylines taking us year-round. <laughs> All right, we're I still at... can't get over the fact that this guy spelled chooses wrong in this press release. <laughs> we are visiting with our... <laughs> he NFL... wants $300 million. We are visiting with our NFL insider, John Hancock, and before we let you go, uh, Tom Brady has retired from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are looking for a quarterback who is going to quarterback the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's he's not going to say Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, of course not. You know, Bruce Arians would not put up with, again, one of the greatest frauds the league has ever seen. Um, I'm going to go on a flyer. I think the San Francisco 49ers are going to see what Trey Lance can do. I think they're going to cut Jimmy G loose. He's a great bridge guy. Uh, you don't want Blaine Gabbert starting down there in Tampa. Right. Uh, you're not going to bring Winston back. I think they make a move for Garoppolo, maybe Mitch Trubisky. Uh, but <laughs> if I oh, Mitch Trubisky deserves another shot. I mean, he was in the awful Bears organization. He <laughs> seems to be a capable backup. 
total bridge guy. If Carson Wentz got a second chance, Trubisky gets one. But I'm saying Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo the in the in Tampa Bay. Well, that would and he was of course he was Brady's backup in New England, so that would be kind of poetry almost. Yep, absolutely. All right. So what uh, what do you got going on there, big boy? Uh, not too much. Gearing up for the move up to Chicago, uh, the lovely city for Mayor Lightfoot. Can't wait for that one. How are you coming on uh, procuring housing? <laughs> We're looking good. A lot of these Craigslist, I'm looking for a sublease, as you know, and a lot of these are obvious scams. As soon as he asks to visit the place, they stop responding. Uh, same when he has to see a copy of the sublease. Uh, but, you know, the search goes on. Going to have to head up there, see these spaces. In, uh, well, how in are person. they scamming you? They, like, want you to give them a deposit or yeah. something? Yeah, and, this, and the sad thing is I, that clearly it works if they're still doing it, which means there's people out there paying security deposits sight unseen to an email address at a protonmail.com domain. <laughs> it's safe to say, though, that you'll you'll still take the stipend to join us on a weekly basis here, right? I mean, even uh, after you move to Chicago? Absolutely, and I'll get I'll get the microphone set up. Uh, I'll get my own studio. You're not going to become a Bears homer, are you? I, I just might. You know, I was. They got me sold on Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, there you have it. Our weekly visit with our NFL insider, John Hancock. Thank you so much for your time. This time, till next time. So long. All right, thanks, guys. Take care. All right, when we come I love back. Him. I love that kid. He's the best. He's going to be with me all week next week. Yes, or he is. All night next Monday night. When we come back, yeah. we're going to talk about uh, what's coming up Tuesday, tomorrow night. Uh, big time. The Joe Biden's first State of the Union. That's address. right. The first one would have been canceled because of Corona, well, right? Well, it's never the state. Of the, so when you're elected, it's the address to Congress. Oh, okay. But not the, because, you, you know. How are you going to get around. the State of the Union? You don't know yeah, what's other going, than going on. there and say yeah. the guy before yeah. me screwed it up. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we're going to break that down when we come back after this on The Voice of St. Louis. KMOX. Do you know the history behind this song? Well, like, how, when did it get adopted it's to be the, what, the uh, chief? It's, right, uh, I understand that. It's a march played by the U.S. Marine Corps band. But, but when did you know when that started? Well, the composer of the uh, Hail of the Chief, I want to say, was John Philip Sousa. Um, PJ, the uh, <coughs> the uh, archive department here. Yeah, I just didn't know. You so, know so much about presidential history that yeah. sometimes I would have thought you would have said, well, it started with President Eisenhower. Or, you know, No, no, you know, it's, it predates Eisenhower, I think. Uh, but PJ's going to get to the bottom of this. What do we have, PJ? James Sanderson composed the music. Oh, it's yes, Jim Sanderson. 1812. 1812, he oh. wrote it. And it's been the presidential march since um, 18... 1954. 1954, which would have been... Uh, Eisenhower. <clears throat> well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, PJ, would you mind going and clipping the last 45 seconds, sending that to my personal account? I can do that. And let's well done, pro- let's Kelly. program Hancock's phone. That that, was, that, uh, every that time was, it rings, it's was, Kelly saying, uh, "I believe that was started with Eisenhower." That was almost as impressive as your uh, pool victory. Yeah, I evening. pulled that one out of my keister yeah, there. Yeah, I didn't know what I was lucky, talking about. Lucky shots. But right. it, was, it was written in the 18s. But that is the official song of the Hail president to of the United chief. States. I love it. Great. Yeah. Great every time march. they walk in, everybody stands up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you ever see the movie or the TV show, um, The West Wing? No, never watched it. Are you kidding me, John no, Hancock? No. The political buff you yeah, are. Never seen it. Wow, there's this one scene where Judge uh, President Bartlett 
Um, he's he's a Catholic. Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Yeah, yeah and he's really good at this role. Uh-huh. Uh, he runs into like a Dr. Laura type. Yeah. You know, and she's giving him the line in the business about the, you know, the Bible and you know his policies on gays or something. Dr. Laura. It was a Dr. Laura type. Dr. Laura was a psychologist. Okay, right. Well, she's she's into all this stuff. And she no. likes to. Ju- yes, I'm telling you, it was a Dr. Laura. All type. right, fine. Right. Just trust me. All I right. watched your show. You didn't. <laughs> All right. Anyway, when he walks in the room, she doesn't stand up. I don't think that was Dr. Laura. And she's Laura. quoting, it wasn't Dr. Laura. It was a Dr. Laura type. Yeah, okay. Right. It's a lady who was really proud she was a doctor. Yeah. Um, and she was on the radio, and she was taking questions, and she was, you know, okay. didn't like his stance on, gotcha. uh, you know, his uh, some gay policy right. that he had. Yeah. And he's this big practicing Catholic, right? right? And went yeah. to Notre Dame, and yeah. we'll give you all the stuff. And he dresses her down, and, you know, finally, you know, well, am I to, uh, you know, stone my own brother, or should I leave that up to the so-and-so? And they say that you shouldn't touch pig skin, and so should the Washington Redskins be shot, or should they be? So he dresses her down and says, but anyway, when I walk into a room, everybody stands up. And it's one of the best scenes ever. I'm telling you, go Google it. Just put in uh, Jed Bartlett dresses down Dr. Laura. Huh. Martin Sheen's a communist. Well, that may be his own personal politics. Yeah, yeah. He's great in movies, man. He's a good actor. He's got good hair. I'll, yeah. give, I'll give him the hair. I mean, I do... Uh, Did you ever see appreciate... Apocalypse Now? No. No? Uh-uh. Oh. He's got those kids out there. Um, well, they'd be the Douglas boys. Uh, well, you got... Uh, Michael. Charlie Sheen. Charlie. Yeah. So you got Michael Douglas. No, Michael Douglas, that's a different no, family. No, it's a different... Yeah, you got you the got Charlie Sheen. and Emilio Estevez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right about that. All right, thank you. Yeah, but uh, Martin Sheen got caught... Or he, he, like, tied himself the fences in front of a nuclear plant or something. You're right. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's, he's an extreme there. leftist. He's out there. Well, but we tomorrow, digress. Yeah, tomorrow night, the President of the United States makes his way to uh, the Capitol for the first time to give the Have State of the Union. Have you ever been to a State of the Union? I've not. Have you ever been in Washington, D.C. during a State I of the Union? I have not. And I've, I've been in, I'm going to D.C. next week. Wow. But uh, but not for the, you know, that. I, I, my understanding, this is interesting because there's a Missouri tie that we'll get to, into here in a minute. But my understanding is that when a State of the Union happens, that, that is probably the most secure the Capitol and Washington D.C. ever is one because could you have everybody there, right? And um, except for the one person, yeah, one person goes far outside the city, yeah, and, and just hangs in case, out. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But so I've never been there for it. But I heard it's a miserable night to travel around, go to a restaurant, do any of that stuff. Now we know that our own former disgraced governor Greitens is leading a caravan of trucks from somewhere in Missouri to be a part I of this. Shocked. Yeah, that he's in Missouri. Yeah, yeah. To to lead a protest against this this trucker thing. Now you know what that's all from, right? This is up in yeah, Canada. The Canada. Yeah. Well, now all the Make yeah. America Great folks are right. very excited by the protests of trucks and stuff, and they're mm-hmm. showing up and they're supposed to encircle the Capitol. Lots of trucks. Joe Biden's got a hard message to deliver tomorrow, even prior to what's taking place over in Europe with Russia and Ukraine. Just that horrible. Uh, war that we are witnessing in slow motion. Uh, he had rising inflation. Yeah. Um, he has uh, sinking poll numbers. Yep. Uh, he has some danger in the potential of losing control of Congress. Yep. Um, and uh, so not only is he going to be delivering a State of the Union under the dis- duress of his own politic, 
but we find ourselves in the midst of a world quagmire, which sometimes could be beneficial for somebody who's in trouble. Yeah, and and so, you know, it's interesting because I do think, um, unlike the exit from Afghanistan, which was a disaster for Joe Biden, and really, if you if you track his poll numbers, their their precipitous fall really began last fall uh, when that pullout from Afghanistan happened, and they've not recovered since. But unlike that, I would I would argue that for the most part, he's done a masterful job dealing with the situation in Ukraine with Russia, particularly in the way he has brought the NATO allies together. To impose the sanctions, they were not on the same. When, b- before the invasion began, they were not on the same page. As, no, especially as it related to the swift banking system and removing Russia from that, and uh, the combination of what we've all seen out of Putin, which is horror, uh, and Joe Biden's leadership. Uh, NATO was now on the same page. I would give him great credit for that. Yeah, I, I think I, he's done a good job. I, in I that. would posit one other name, and that's the president of Ukraine, oh, because I think star. he has mobilized yeah. public opinion in the world. You and I were kind of teasing earlier that even Switzerland and Monaco yeah. uh, are now participating in the sanctions. <laughs> and this used to be the places where people could go to... You know, we, we look the other way. That's none of our business. Well, how many times have we said, I'm going to be Switzerland on this thing? <laughs> well, right. no more. You can't use that phrase anymore because they have now pitched their tent with the West against Russia, which I think is very significant, and uh, that's all good. Um, however, you know, the, Biden is not – he's still got those underlying problems of inflation – how do you even um, fix that? What do you What do you announce tomorrow night at the State of the Union? Well, I'll tell you that what says, I do. I'm, well, yeah. you're gonna this is gonna be about drilling and yes. oil and blah blah blah. Yeah, well, it's that's not, blah, not blah, the blah. problem. The most the driving problem of inflation. Driving problem of inflation right now is the supply chain crisis. Yes. Now you throw in a world war and the crunch for energy. I get it. Yes. You're gonna make the push for us to go and drill in public parklands and do all the things you all have been waiting your whole lives to do in terms well, of oil. we actually is the did only it. solution to fix inflation? It's it's a part of the pro, uh, part of the process. We seeded our our energy uh, independence under Biden. His first day in the office, he 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 got out of the Keystone Pipeline. Yeah, but John, deal. that wasn't pumping oil. It would we be were now. already independent it, then. It we are still now. energy independent. No, the problem we find no, ourselves in our allies need energy as well. Yes, and they've been getting it from the communists. We, were, from a, the we Russians. were a net exporter of oil uh, in the course, and you know whatever you may think about Donald Trump. Under the Trump administration, we were a net exporter of oil during that time. And why? But you didn't have to drill because, in parklands to do that. Yeah, we did. You, then, we were, no, we had, this is what you're trying to do is drill in park. We had, we had the— uh, You really think this is a smart strategy? We had shale. I do. Because not only is it good for the United States economy, uh, it's good for Europe if we're producing oil so that How's they it are for no your longer, grandchild? So that they are no longer dependent on— What difference does it make if we're drilling the oil or Russia's drilling the oil? It, it, it oil's getting drilled, and whatever whatever environmental impacts are going to happen are going to happen. And it's, it is better for us to be energy independent and to be supplying our allies with the energy that they are currently buying from Russia 
than it is to allow our allies to be dependent on Russian oil. And us, we're still importing. We are now importing Russian oil, and and needlessly so. So that's one thing he could do. But you're right. It's not the only thing driving inflation. It's not. Um, you've got the supply chain. You're correct about that. Um, the the amount of money that the government has pumped in, and you know my my guys blame that all on Biden. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump pumped the money in as well, right? And uh, but the government money has been a factor uh, of that. We've not cut spending. Uh, the last time we cut spending was during the Obama administration when the Republican Congress put sequesters in place in the federal budget. That's the last time Congress has cut spending. All right, let me ask you a more superficial question about right. what you expect tomorrow. Yeah. Um, when you and I were growing up and President Reagan, your hero, and yep. one of the people that really attracted me to politics, yep. um, was there was a decorum. There was a majesty about yep. the State of the Union. Yep. Uh, we have seen that slowly erode over the last four or five decades. More than that. Four yeah. or five decades. Going back to the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So do you um, anticipate people to be well-behaved tomorrow yeah, night? Or I think, do you for think for the most part, I mean, you're going to have your... Marjorie you know, Taylor Greens and, and whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, I think the decorum will be there. And I'll tell you what I'm really interested in, to see how Biden deals with... Uh, our economic situation. So mm-hmm. um, David Axelrod came out and said that it encouraged the president to acknowledge that the economy is in a, in a state of distress yeah. and that um, we're going to have to pull ourselves up and, you know, kind of take that approach. Others have argued that he ought to be pointing to the fact that unemployment is basically Record zero. low, yeah. The GDP is growing by leaps and bounds. Um uh, labor earnings in the in the country are up, and he ought to focus on those things. Right. So I'm going to be very interested to see whether he takes a rose-colored glasses approach to the state of the economy like that, mm-hmm. or whether he acknowledges that inflation is chipping away at everybody, and we're going to fight it, and we're going to—it's it, it, going to be—that's yeah. what I'm going to be looking for. Well, here's— when I hear that question, I think that there's could be a little bit of both. And I think could he'd be. be missing an opportunity if he doesn't take advantage of the place he finds himself in the world. Technically, most Americans, we all get behind our president when we're in the midst of this situation. Right. So I think there is a little bit of that out there. So I think telling part of the story of, yeah, inflation is out of control. We've got to deal with it. But at the worse. same time, yeah. we And so... But we've got to, like you said, pull together, and this is a, this is uh-huh. a, all of us versus the world. Knock off the nonsense. I don't think it will go anywhere. Well, the question becomes, at least as some of the folks I've listened to, he's got to be very careful to avoid the Jimmy Carter malaise kind of message right. that you know it's oh man, look, it's bad. You know, and the interest rates are going up and inflation. He's got to be careful to avoid that and. Uh, so for that reason, I may actually watch the darn thing. Yeah, I'm going to watch it tomorrow just to see what's going on. Hey, real quick, how old is Jimmy Carter? Jimmy Carter is 90. I'm going to say he's 96. We'll fact check it when we come back after this on Camel <laughs> right. Hancock and Kelly, late night, uh, sitting in here. So it was Thursday. Um, Last week. Right, during the snow. Yes. Right. 
And uh, I was running out to the grocery store. Oh, yeah. Important. Got to get and your supplies. as I'm coming out, I live in a building in the West End. And as yeah. I'm coming out of the secure parking area. <laughs> Let me guess. You're the in the Whole Foods parking lot. No, no. I'm parking lot of my house. Oh, I was going okay. to the Schnucks. Oh, okay. Right. So I'm coming down. And there's a young lady out with her car. Yeah. And she's backed into a parking spot. And she's got her uh, hood up. Oh. So I roll down the window. And she goes, um. I'm having trouble with my battery. I need a jump. And I'm thinking, well, okay, I'll, I'll help you. <laughs> so I back in my car so, next to her. Let's, let's, let's step back a minute. Yeah. So it was a young female. Young female. Attractive, younger than me. Yeah. Attractive. But, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, and uh, she wants you to, to, to jump she, her car. Jump her car. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I back in next to her and I you pop back, open you the back hood. back in right next to her, yeah. And I pop open my hood, yeah. and I, I know how to prop my hood up. Yeah, he's big dogging it now. Yeah, so You're, now we're yeah. both looking at the engines. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she goes, do you have jumper cables? I said, no, I don't. You have no jumper cables? No, I figured she just needed my battery. Right. <laughs> so I say, no, do you have jumper cables? And she goes, yes. Oh, she has she, jumper well, cables. She's not sure, so she goes in, digs in her trunk. Yeah. She goes through. She pulls out jumper cables. Boom. And so now we cables. have jumper cables, and she comes up to me, and she hands yeah. them to me like, yeah. you know, help me, like, help, help me. me. Help me. John, I didn't know she what to do. She is a damsel in distress. I didn't know what to do. Oh. And I, you can really hurt yourself doing that oh. thing. And so I finally had to tell her, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I know I put one of these on this and well, one of these well, on the here, other, let me, but let me. I could have electrocuted myself, or yes. I could have electrocuted her. her. Why? To simply make her... You know what? You know, it could have led to a beautiful evening. It, it could have, but I finally just had to say to her, "I, I don't know what to do." And then, and of course, another guy pulls you, up, and he's like, "Here, I'll help you." Well, clearly, yeah. Michael, mm-hmm. you aired. Would you have known you, what you to do? Should have called your buddy. Would you have known what to do? Well, yes. So you've got the jumper cables over here. You got the you got the hoods open. And you got the couple of batteries right there. But the red so, it goes to the well, the, you got the, the positive, so it's, it's and the, the black goes and to the, the negative. But so, then there's the one clip no, no. that nobody puts on yeah, the battery. Yeah, they put on a ground. Well, we but which ground. one's that? It's which one's that? Is that the red or the black? So it, here's what you do. Yeah, you put the positive on the negative. Mm-hmm. You put the negative on the positive. No, 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 no. You, you put, put the positive on the positive, and you put the negative on the negative. And but, then you, but and then one you of put, them you don't put on anything. You put, and then you put the positive on the positive, and the negative you put on the ground. Isn't that right, PJ? Is and that do right? you? But do you know what? Uh, how do you know? Six seven nine hundred one eight hundred nine two five eleven. What I would have advised you, Michael, is to not stop and just look at her and say, "Well, that sucks," and keep going. No, you should have said, "You're going to put the positive on the positive. You're going to put the negative on the negative. You're going to put the positive on the positive. You're going to put the negative on the ground." I know. And the ground is the little metal but bar. But she there. was expecting me to do it. Yeah, okay, you and have I done could it. have pretended to do it, but no, I could have hurt myself. You can hurt yourself doing that but, stuff. But I mean. Could it have led to something? Well, who cares? You oh, know, I, oh. I, I already was emasculated because I kept thinking, I remember when I was a kid and we would be out front and my dad would have to do this. Yeah. You know, he'd always like, I'd hold the other two and he'd like, you got to keep them apart from yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, you yeah. got to keep yeah, them apart well, from each other. Well, he puts a positive on the positive right. and, the, and the negative on yes, the negative. Yes, but I didn't know what to put on what. So and I could have hurt myself or hurt her and made a situation where I was trying to be chivalrous uh, into a disaster for both of us. Huh. Well, yeah, you, you probably ought to look that up. Or I think I, I'm pretty sure I've given you the proper advice. I'm sure you have, but the, let me ask you this. Yeah. 
in the same situation. Yes. Could you have accomplished? Well, I'm not looking to spend a night. I wasn't either. I was being a gentleman. (laughs) I thought she simply wanted my battery, and she knew what the hell she was doing because she had her... She had her hood open. When she had the jumper cables in the car. Well, no, she didn't have the jumper cables originally. Like, well, I, when I'm sitting here with my car running, and we're yeah. both looking at each other's engines. And she yeah. goes, do you have jumper cables? I was like, no. She goes, well, I don't think I have them either. And then she had to go through her trunk, and she's like, oh, my dad had put these in some basket for her. So then she walks over to me like she's got spaghetti. Mm-hmm. And what am I going to do? I'm like, well, you put the positive on the positive. You put the negative on the negative, and then you put the positive on the positive. You're not helping. Put the negative on the on the bar. That, that's not helping. And then you, you, you right. charge it, and then the car. Or, but what if up. I put the wrong thing on the wrong thing? Well, then I could have hurt myself or her. Up, but exactly. it, it would have still been fine. And then and what's 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 crazy about this conversation is you can't be truthful in saying that you have no clue and you wouldn't have known what to do either. Oh, I would have. Uh, you would have kept on driving by her. No, I would never leave a, uh, somebody a in, damsel in distress yeah, out there. Uh, no, you know what you got to do is you got to take some handyman. Should, you need to be you need to be handy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have you know I'm not the handiest man that has ever lived. Clearly. Uh, but you learn some basic things, Michael. You learn that you put the positive on the positive, you put the negative on the negative, you put the positive on the positive, you put the negative on the on the bar, and you and you learn things like righty to tidy. I know that lefty, lefty to Lucy. Lucy. Yeah. yeah, no, I yeah, get I mean, that. You, you learn those kind of things. No, I know that. I don't know how to jump an automobile. Yeah, well, and I made a, I emasculated myself. <laughs> We have a call. We're out of time. Tell and her to finally, stick around. Somebody has Who is called it? in. I have no Tell idea. Tell them to stick around. We'll talk to them at the beginning of the next hour. Yeah, well, we've got we've got 20 seconds. Can no, they that, do it in 20 seconds? No. They can't do it in 20 seconds. No, they can't do it. All right. Well, uh, but I think I'm I think I'm think leading you in, You're the, in 1 the right million percent. direction here. Uh, you may be right, but you wouldn't know what to do either. And then you got the, you know, you got the light bulb there. You got to yeah. screw that thing in. I mean, there's a lot of things you can hey, do for did, home improvement. Did you like this hour? There's one more left. <laughs> well, it doesn't get any. Well, it probably does. We'll see you. Hancock and Kelly. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.